Ecclesiastes chapter number 11. You can also find the book of Malachi uh, chapter number 1 if uh, we might end up there depending on the time. Mindful of that. I'll be watching towards the end. People will tell me, keep going, uh, cut it off uh, when the food's here uh, and, uh, and ready. And so pray that uh, all that gets worked out. And uh, we do have a wonderful fellowship afterwards. Uh, and uh, please do stay. Why go into town uh, and uh, pay for lunch? Uh, and, uh, and when you can uh, eat here for, for free, amen. Many of you brought stuff, so it, was, it may not be free, but, uh, but we'll have a great time of fellowship. I'd like to invite you to stand for the reading of our text from Ecclesiastes chapter number 11. We're going to read the first six verses and, uh, and take a look at this passage today and challenge us in the area of grace giving. But the Bible says this in verse number 1 of chapter number 11, Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. If the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God, who maketh all. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thine hand, for thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message this morning, our offering today, and these next few weeks, and Lord, that we could be uh, a, a people uh, that uh, sows uh, in ways, Lord, uh, that you obviously bless. Well, help us to see the truth of this passage. Uh, and help us to take it to heart today. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Um, because of time, I'm not going to go too far back into the messages uh, in previous weeks, and, uh, but we've uh, looked at uh, churches, uh, the church of Corinth uh, in particular, uh, that uh, Paul was challenging, giving them uh, examples of Macedonian churches, a church at Philippi and Berea, uh, and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, what's the other one? Thessalonica, uh, that had given out of their poverty, uh, and uh, in such a way that uh, not only did they give of themselves, they gave more than what they expected, and, and God blessed uh, them, and He used them as an example. Part of it, uh, Paul's uh, personality coming through the book of uh, 2 Corinthians, he was basically telling them, uh, if these churches can do it, you can do it. Uh, you've promised to do so uh, in the previous year, but have not performed that. Uh, I've bragged on you, and he doesn't want that bragging to be in vain. Uh, this was a church that had at Corinth uh, many issues and problems that God was working them through. And part of his message in 2 Corinthians was uh, your grace giving or growing in the grace of giving, uh, verse number 8 and down through chapter, chapter number uh, uh, 8, uh, they uh, were... Um, it was a, an illustration of or proof of the fact that they had repented, and it proved the sincerity of their love and their boasting on Paul's behalf. Uh, so he told them that uh, they were to give, uh, not grudgingly or out of necessity, but cheerfully, uh, that what they had promised uh, to give, uh, the previous uh, commitment, uh, and uh, that uh, if they were to uh, sow bountifully, uh, then they would reap bountifully. If they sowed sparingly, uh, they would reap sparingly. Uh, from Philippians chapter number four, we know that God tithes uh, 
the blessing of his supplying all of our needs uh, according to his riches, not from his riches, but according to his riches in Christ Jesus, that God does that as we give and are a blessing to uh, the ministering uh, to the saints, communicating concerning giving and receiving. Missionaries can't get to the field um, without finances. They will get to the field without ours. Um, where God guides, He provides. When we give to missionaries or church planners like the Helms, what we are doing is we are investing in their ministry. Uh, we are partnering with them. Um, by using this passage today uh, from Ecclesiastes chapter number 11, there's an aspect of how we at Berean, or at least how I teach it or you know, uh, preach it, uh, our missions giving, um, the people that we give missions finances to, church planners, missionaries, some missionary supports and uh, Bible printing ministries and the like, um, we, I look at that as the spiritual portfolio of Berean Baptist Church. I've, I've seen, and you have as well, over the years, we've uh, had recessions that we've gone through. We're currently in uh, one, whether the news media likes to admit it or not. Uh, and, uh, and through the pandemic, uh, through uh, downturns and uh, with uh, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae and all that kind of stuff, how you remember, that, remember those days? And, uh, and uh, we're going to probably have uh, something similar to that again here coming up. Um, God, is, God is always blessed. Um, our church family, people have stayed uh, working with very few exceptions. Uh, and where maybe perhaps someone was laid off, they've gotten back on or they found other work. Uh, and God has uh, really sheltered, uh, in some respects, protected our church through uh, those difficult times. And, and I don't think he does that for you or for me uh, because uh, we're awesome. Uh, he does that because we believe biblical principles and we try to follow them. We know that we can't outgive the Lord, uh, and, uh, and we have given to missions and faithfully given so have increased. Uh, the last few years have stayed flat, but we've increased the amount of people that we give missions money to uh, because of uh, surplus or uh, people who don't pledge but then participate in the, in the offerings throughout the year uh, were able to do that. And I believe God has blessed us as a church because of it. And I believe with all my heart that churches that don't give to missions, the fellowship of the ministry to the saints, communicate concerning giving and receiving to be generous uh, and, uh, in this area uh, that uh, God marks those churches. I've seen so many of them uh, close up and fall apart uh, just because uh, they're not doing God's work God's way. Uh, and I believe, uh, having said that, uh, that uh, our um, church, uh, its prosperity uh, and blessings and all that God does for us, not just financially, but every area is tied to it. Uh, and uh, and we, need to, um, we need to increase uh, in this area. Um, now, uh, you know, one of those things that saints is like the only thing that, um, that never, uh, what's the only thing that never changes that everything changes or something like that, or uh, the only thing that is certain is that we live in uncertain times. Um, of course, we have elections coming up this next week, uh, and even if there's an absolute total red tidal wave, um, we're still going to have some financial difficulties in our country, um, and politicians aren't the answer uh, to uh, the desperate need that we have in America and around the world, and that is for sinners uh, to be, uh, become saved uh, by the glory of God. 
so I'm hopeful for next Tuesday, and I hope, uh, I hope it's a, uh, you know, uh, by the end of that night, uh, we kind of know what's going on and not, you know, for a long time afterwards and all the fighting and stuff, it probably will happen. Uh, but, but regardless of the outcome, uh, that is not the solution that our country needs. And there's going to be uncertainty uh, even beyond that. Uh, and that may be uh, a reason uh, that you choose not to participate in Faith Promise Missions giving uh, or to participate in grace giving, what we call it, um, or to not increase because you just don't know uh, what is going to happen. Now, having said that, and this is all by introduction, we'll get, get into our text here uh, in just a moment, um, but with uh, inflation, um, many of us have made adjustments um, you know, during that time to make up for, for things that um, have increased in price. Perhaps you're not, you know, maybe you're ride sharing or whatever uh, because of the gas prices. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, you've cut back uh, on uh, your food budget in one way or the other uh, and or eating different things. You know, uh, the, I think the uh, um, presidents uh, the other day, uh, or it might have been somebody else, had said, well, instead of eating, you know, brand name macaroni and cheese, you ought to just eat off-brand macaroni and cheese. That's their solution. Uh, they don't see uh, their, how they uh, participate and, and do all of that. So you've made changes. Uh, you've cut your cable off, maybe, or uh, you've uh, eliminated uh, some other type of um, financial thing that you do that's discretionary. Uh, maybe you've sold a vehicle. We've all, during this time, and will, going forward, make adjustments to make sure that our finances go further uh, to adjust for uh, the extra prices we're paying in some other areas. Is everybody with me? Say amen. So we've done that. Um, we can also do that and apply it to grace giving. Uh, we can find in our budget uh, places that where we can uh, make adjustments so that we can increase our faith. And so uh, th- when we look at the principle in 2 Corinthians uh, that we give according to what we have and not according to what we have not, uh, we can all, as we look at the uncertainty, be proactive and make decisions that will allow us to give, uh, even if it's a marginal increase or a great increase to missions, because we're able to do that and be flexible uh, with some of our finances. Uh, Hopefully, you've been doing that uh, with other areas of your life, uh, and I'm encouraging you uh, to do that with this area so that you can participate uh, if you have not participated and so that you increase uh, in uh, in other ways. Um, uh, Very practical. Um, uh, My internet internet was running uh, slow and not reaching my cameras, uh, that were in the front of my house for my security system, and I had somebody come out to fix the cameras. And they said, well, uh, you, you don't have enough power going forward uh, in order uh, to reach the cameras. So I called uh, my service provider, uh, and, uh, and I said, I need your fastest internet, uh, and I need a new modem to come in, uh, and, uh, and blah, blah, blah. And so I got the greatest and the fastest, and it was cheaper. All right, and so, you know, I'm spending $25 a month uh, less than uh, what I was paying before by making a phone call. Uh, and, uh, and so for some, uh, that would be what they could increase their missions by. Uh, and there are dozens and dozens of ways uh, that we can illustrate that uh, in, uh, in, in our finances. Uh, but back into our text in verse number one, uh, Solomon 
uh, is teaching about wisdom. And this is not a passage of Scripture uh, that is, it's, it's a difficult one. The illustration is that he is giving uh, is confusing uh, to, to us when we read it. The, the application and what we learn to do from it is very clear. Um, this is not a passage of Scripture that is telling us to be irresponsible with our finances. It is a passage of Scripture uh, that is teaching us the principle of trusting God uh, and, uh, and also uh, not knowing what we're going to go through in the future that we're relying upon God, not just trusting Him uh, with what, we, what we we're doing, but with the results. As I said uh, last week, I even mentioned it in our Sunday school class this morning, uh, when we give uh, to need the needs of others, and it's not just missionaries, um, it's, it's people within our church. Benevolence is things that uh, God tells us to do. In fact, uh, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 4, it says, let him, this, let him that stole steal no, no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good that he may give to him that needeth. One of the reasons that God gives us um, a job or a skill that we've, you know, we, we turn into uh, uh, money, uh, uh, exchanging time for money, is so that God provides for our needs, but that we can also lay back to provide for the needs of others. Uh, it's God's purpose for the Christian uh, to, to be charitable, to be generous, to be liberal. The Bible says the liberal soul shall be made fat. <laughs> uh, and uh, so there is no question uh, that God wants every Christian to, from what he gives us, to give back to him in our tithes, but also in offerings, but also to help each other. And it, it could be you know, paying for someone's dinner uh, or you know, helping them pay a bill or whatever, um, part of our finances needs to be set aside uh, for benevolence. But God says, he that lendeth to the poor, uh, what? Lends to the Lord. And, uh, and, I like, and it isn't like God owes me because he doesn't owe me anything. But there's part of that principle is like, you know, because he said, God said, if you give to the poor, you lend to the Lord. Um, I think that's awesome. And so when I, when I help somebody uh, and what I was getting them, you know, I illustrated it. Somebody needed to buy something the other day and they came out and they gave, uh, you know, somebody gave me a soda <laughs> instead of me buying them a soda. Uh, and I, I give illustration after illustration of, of, of how, how those things happen in our life. Uh, and uh, so I just want, you know, if I help somebody that needs something, I'm helping them, providing for a need. I'm doing, I'm obeying the spirit as he's leading my life. Uh, I'm obeying the scripture. If I have it and I'm able to give, I give it. Uh, but when I give it over, it's like, I just lent to the Lord. And, I'm, and, I, and there's a part of me, I just kind of waits for God to pay me back. And he does in multiple ways. Uh, and, uh, but chapter number 11 isn't teaching us about irresponsible giving. He's teaching us to trust him. He says, cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Uh, he says that when we sow, uh, we are to be certain about it. Uh, we're to cast it out. It's the seed corn, the bread corn. Uh, there's an agricultural uh, you know, illustration that God is giving. Uh, and there is also uh, a, um, uh, you know, a principle about uh, 
industry or business, I guess, if you look at it that way, uh, that he's also given in this passage of Scripture, uh, and we are to distrust him. Because we live in uncertain times, this applies very directly to our choice today uh, with, our, with our faith promise giving. We don't know. Um, we don't know. Some people don't know if next week they're going to have a job. Uh, people, people are uncertain about you know, price increases. You know? uh, um, there are parts of our country that, that are going to run out of diesel fuel. Uh, and if diesel fuel can't go, then trucks can't go and you can't get goods. And, uh, and there's all these things and we just don't know. And so, so part of our makeup uh, is to put us, you know, we have rainy day funds. And we set aside for those moments in our life that, where there is uncertainty. But what the scripture says is that we, we have to trust the Lord. You, when, you, when you give, by the way, um, if you give to the stock market, you know, and you have mutual funds and everything else, uh, you have, you've probably seen uh, maybe a 25% decrease in your nest egg uh, as, uh, as the market has switched and recession hits. And uh, when we give to, uh, when we invest in real estate, if we invest in a stock market or, or any other human endeavor, there's always risk. And, uh, and we don't know what we're going to get back or if we're going to have a profit or whatever uh, in the future. One of the things that we can know from sure from the Word of God is that when we give uh, to uh, things above and when we participate by faith in these areas, uh, when we, lend, we give to the poor, uh, there is a 100%, 100% promise of return. Um, now, that, some of that return might be on the other side of glory. Uh, and we're laying up treasures in heaven. But no doubt in the Bible, God says that he'll bless us 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. I'm not a prosperity preacher. Don't let the handkerchief fool you. Uh, but, uh, but I do believe in biblical principles, and, uh, and God's math is different than our math. Uh, and, uh, you know, the way, and, and, you know, the way up is down. And, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of paradox in Scripture. Uh, but God says if you have need, then you provide for somebody else's need. And then God supplies yours. Uh, and, uh, and, and that is the truth of God's word. And if you've never applied it in a very practical way in your life, you're missing out in seeing God. Maybe you don't have testimonies on testimony times because you're not, you're not practicing biblical principles. Uh, and, uh, and you can't, I, I promise you, uh, if you follow God uh, in his word in these areas, he will bless. It's his promise. I mean, I just promise you, but God says it's guaranteed. Uh, you will have a 100% return. I mean, we don't know exactly what that all means, uh, but, but I cannot invest in heaven, in missionaries, uh, in, in charity, uh, and, and it's, it is never, ever a waste. It is never gone to not return. God says, you shall find it uh, after many days. It's a certain thing. But then he says to, to be charitable. And this is where, uh, if you look at... Um, uh, Diversity. There's a little bit of that in this passage. It says, give your portion uh, to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. Uh, and um, there's a part of that where we spread it out as a church. We give, we give to missionaries who have been on the field forever. We give to people who are just going out there. There are places where um, they're reaching, you know, tons of people are in their services. There are places, as we've mentioned, in remote Alaska uh, where, you know, there might be five people in the service. Uh, and, uh, and God is in control of it all, uh, but, we, but we spread it out. We give over here. There's some that have come off the field. There's others that have planted more churches. There's a part of it also uh, in being generous 
uh, and, uh, and laying those out, being charitable. Um, but there's also kind of like the expression, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, uh, I see that a little bit in this passage of Scripture as well. So the multiple missionaries and the people who come in, like I've had people say, Pastor, why don't we do this? Why don't we support just a few missionaries at greater amounts instead of a lot of missionaries at smaller amounts? And there's, there's wisdom in both, but there's a part of me I lean more towards diversity uh, than I do having you know, a great amount in, in several different ministries. Uh, and I see the wisdom in both of them, uh, but for me, uh, it's just kind of a way that we do that. So we are to sow, certainly, charitably, uh, but then uh, competently we think about it. Remember, this is not an illustration that he's given to show us to be irresponsible. But what he is saying, he says, if the clouds be full of rain, verse 3, they empty themselves upon the earth. If the tree fall toward their south and toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. There are things, there are things that are completely out of our control. Um, we have to not be people who dwell on the past and think about you know, um, what could have been and Uh, In our life, there's things you can't change in the past. There's things that you can't affect in the future. Um, You know, if all of us, you know, the whole, you know, country uh, decides that we're going to, you know, uh, drive electric vehicles and, you know, and and not eat meat and all that kind of stuff, um, it's going to do nothing uh, for global warming. All right. We can't affect it. Uh, is out of our control, is even as much as people say uh, that it isn't. Uh, there are just things in life that are going to take place, whether you um, like it, whether you believe it. And, uh, and he says in verse 4, speaking that of the farmer, he says, He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. Uh, there are too many people watching and waiting instead of sowing and reaping. Um, you can't, there's no way possible that you can be ready for a lot of the things that you want to be ready. Like I've had people say, Pastor, you know, um, we're going to wait till we can afford to have kids till we have kids. And I just laugh at them. Um, here's, here's, I'm going to let you in on a secret. You can never afford them. So, you know, God, either a heritage of the Lord and God gives them. I think you ought to uh, be, have some wisdom. And I know there's biology involved, but, but there's also sovereignty involved. Uh, and, and God does all, all of that, and every, every child born is a, uh, is a heritage of the Lord. Uh, but, but if you wait to have them till you can afford them, then you won't have them. Um, I've had people say, I'm going to wait till I'm retired, then I'm going to serve the Lord uh, uh, it, with, my, with, with my days or whatever. Um, there's, what this passage is saying is that some people can wait. If you observe the wind in the clouds, you might not ever sow. And if you don't sow, you can't reap. Excuse me, if you, can't, if you don't, yeah. If you don't sow the seed, you can't reap the benefit. If you, you can't reap bountifully if you don't sow bountifully. So as we think of the economy and all the stuff that is going on, uh, there are some things that we, as we process and understand, that's out of my control. I can't control gas prices. I can't control, you know, uh, uh, milk prices or whatever. And, uh, and I, by the way, I went and bought milk the other day, uh, and, uh, and I bought it uh, $15 a gallon uh, at Marlene's. I bought two gallons of it. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, when I go buy vitamin D milk at Safeway, I'm kind of thankful <laughs> uh, uh, that, uh, that there's that stuff that's out there. And so we can't control those prices, um, but we control what we believe. 
in whether or not we are going to uh, whether or not we are going to obey the scripture. And then and then he talks about he goes on to say and that at verse five, as thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. There are things that we can't uh, affect in the sense of making change, and there are a lot of things that we don't understand. Um, and so often we'll say, well. Um, because I don't understand something, I'm not going to do it or I'm not going to participate in it. Uh, like, I don't understand how the math works, Pastor. Uh, if, I, if I don't have anything to give, how does it make sense that I give it? And, uh, and here's my answer. I don't know. It doesn't, I mean, it, to be honest, it doesn't make any sense. But that's what God says. We, you know, so if you, need, if you need more money, then you have to sow money. If you, want, if you want more love, then you sow love. You reap what you sow. With no sowing, there's no reaping. Uh, and that's the principle. And it is, in effect, whether we believe it to be so or like it to be so, um, that's what it is. So um, there are things that you don't understand um, fully, but you still, you know, you don't understand how babies grow in the womb, is what he's saying, but you still have babies. Um, you know, I don't know how lights work, uh, but, but I... Enjoy them very, very much. Uh, flip the switch on, and they just come on. Uh, and if they don't come on, you know, uh, I know who to call uh, to, to, to fix it. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of things in our life that we do when we don't understand it. I'm challenging you not to, you know, to um, not participate uh, in faith, promise, missions, giving because you don't fully understand the principles. I'm saying trust God, trust the principles. You cast it upon the waters, and you trust that God is going to give you an increase. Uh, and everything that he has said that we've already preached about, God will do that. Verse 6, In the morning sow thy seed, in the evening withhold not thine hand, for thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that, or whether they be both shall, alike, uh, shall be alike good. That's what, what he's saying there is, first part of that, we're supposed to trust God. Uh, and, uh, and we don't know, we don't know whether we're going to prosper, um, whether, whether our uh, investment is going to be good, and, and we have to trust God that God's going to use what we do now to provide our future uh, for our future need. Uh, and, uh, and so when we give, um, you know, I just, I love missions, missionaries, and by the way, I'm not going anywhere, so please don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. Um, I beg God all the time to make me a missionary. Like, like, I go on mission trips. Everyone I go to, I, I want to go there. And, uh, you know, it's that Macedonian call. Um, I've, when I went to Bible college, I went there to be a missionary. And God, God has used me in other ways. I give to missions. Uh, but here's, here's what, I, here's what I've, I'm believing. Um, because you reap what you sow. If, if I, just, I, I feel this should be the way this works. That if God ever called me to be a missionary... Uh, that I'd have all my support like in one day. Why? Because of, because of all that I've given to missions and how we treat missionaries and love on them and, and the ones that we support uh, and the ministries behind those missionaries and in reaping what you're sowing. And so I'm praying, God, I'm, God, call me to be a missionary. And if you call me, uh, I don't want to go travel around the country, uh, you know, and, uh, because I know how people treat missionaries. And so we want to treat them different. Are you following me? And so it's the law of sowing and reaping. We have to just trust God. And, and I don't know uh, when, if, if I would need support one day, 
uh, from that standpoint, or uh, if if I have a problem or a need that people have to come uh, behind. You know, I was thinking somebody said years ago, it said, hey, um, you know, there was a need for my health. And they said, you know, you can go to GoFundMe. You can post it on GoFundMe and then people, people do that. But I kind of feel like you got one time to do that. You know, and I'm like, I'm waiting for the big one, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, when you go on there. But, but what do we do? We, you know, we can't just like, oh, GoFundMe. Um, God, we believe in a, an almighty God uh, who will bless us. So, so today, as we take up our pledges, our promises to God, I'm, I'm asking you to stretch yourself, to go beyond, uh, to increase it. A dollar a month. If you, if you gave one, give two. Um, five, ten, whatever it is, out of what you have. Um, make a, a conscious effort to, to hedge against the inflation uh, and to give yourself more of an opportunity to give. Um, if, it's, if it's, you know, eating out once less a week, uh, if, it's, if it's cutting an expense someplace with the express purpose, not just because milk is higher and gas is higher, but because, because I, need to, I need to free up money to give to missions so that I have money free to give to missions. Uh, and that's the way that, that it works. God, that's the, the math that God uses. And you say, I don't, I, Pastor, I've heard you for several weeks, and I just I don't understand it. Don't let that stop you from signing that card. Uh, and uh, because, there, because it isn't going to stop you from turning the lights on or starting your car. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I can, you know, I don't know how cars run, but I'm dependent upon them every day and I use them every day. So just because you don't fully understand God's economy and, and how it works, uh, then, um, and, and, and even the secret that Paul, he says, whether I have or I don't, he says, whatever said I am, there was be, to be content. And he knew how to, to abound and how to be abased. Uh, and, uh, and there are, uh, there, like when you give, um, God, God has attached so many things to that. And so what I'd like us to do, I'm going to have Miss Amanda come uh, to uh, the piano this morning. And we're going to have a, a short time of prayer during the invitation time. We've been praying and, uh, and we need to continue praying. Uh, and, uh, and we'll be taking up our offering here in just a, a little bit, both our normal offering uh, and then in that offering plate, we're going to put some of these cards. I know some of you are still praying. We'll, we'll have an offering this afternoon and you can put uh, your cards in then. Uh, and even maybe you haven't settled it yet. Uh, and by the way, um, you can keep praying about it. And today you, you put one figure on there uh, and maybe two weeks from now, God, God uh, said no. Uh, in fact, I, we didn't go there in the book of Malachi, uh, but the principle that we were going to look at is that when, we, uh, when God tells us to give something and we give to God something less or, or, or whatever, um, our expectation of blessing is met with a curse. And, uh, and so if God says for you to increase your missions uh, and, you, and you don't increase it, um, what, what you're doing in effect uh, is cutting your own throat. Uh, because, because your expectation of God's blessing is met with the curse uh, because we've, we've held, when we had within our flock a male, we've sacrificed to God an unclean thing. And, uh, and so obey the Spirit. If your problem is um, you don't know how to talk to God, 
uh, and, and listen to the Spirit of God, it should start right now when you're praying. And uh, whether sin is in the way uh, or whatever the case may be, uh, but get, let's take a moment, get our hearts right with the Lord, uh, and to pray that God would bless our, our grace giving and that, that we uh, individually uh, would participate uh, uh, to God's glory. So as the panel begins to play, and you can remain seated, uh, and uh, let's just spend, you can turn around, maybe kneel, and uh, make an altar of your seat there, uh, and uh, let's just ask God uh, to, uh, to lead and direct uh, in this area in our life.